Hey guys, you are listening to Unfiltered Faith with Brittany, and I'm excited for today's episode. We are talking about consistency, and I want to start this episode off with a dream that I had in 2021. In the dream, I was at the pool, and a little background story, not the dream, but just in real life. I was a swimmer. I swam in high school and I love swimming. I'm really good at it. I know how to swim. I love the water. I love the pool. So that's that background story. So back to the dream. I'm in the dream and there's a little girl on the sideline and I don't know if I'm at a swim class, but I'm there and the little girl falls into the pool. So instantly I thought I need to jump in and get her. So I jump in the pool. I attempt to grab her and this feeling of not being able to bring her back to the surface grips me and in my mind I think okay I'm not gonna get her I know there are other lifeguards there they'll get her because I don't think I'll be able to do it and the dream transitions to another place so I was really bothered by the dream I was bothered that I didn't save the girl like it just really bothered me so um one thing I did quite often and still do quite often is I'm like okay Holy Spirit what does this mean and so in this specific season of my life I'd wake up at three four in the morning and I'll just go in the living room and I'll pray and so that's what I did after having the dream and I remember the Holy Spirit saying follow through in faith when you went into the pool you were very confident when she fell into the water you were very confident you knew you'd save her yet you didn't follow through with what you knew you'd be able to do and recently um i was in the shower in my kids bathroom and i was just thinking about my skin because my skin had been breaking out and i'm just like you know what like i I'm just so over this, you know, um, Lord, I've asked you to help me. Holy Spirit, I ask you, you know, like I'm basically complaining. I'm like, I ask you what I need to do. You know, all things instead of me continuing to buy products and try to figure it out. And my face ended up breaking out more, you know, just tell me what I need to do. And that's the thing about the Holy Spirit. Like he's not going to withhold from you. And it may be vain to some, but I like to look at my face and I like to look at my face um, blemish free. And I have not looked at my face blemish free in months. And so as I was kind of complaining in my heart, like about like my skin, the Holy Spirit was like, but you didn't follow through with what I told you to do. And I was like, oh, you know what? You're right. (laughs) My bad. Like I own it. I own that. I did what you told me to do for a week and that maybe maybe not even a week but it just wasn't consistent he told me what soap to use he told me to do it in the morning and then afternoon Um, and I like to wear makeup and I don't want to be limited not being able to wear makeup because my face is breaking out because I know some say we'll take a break from makeup I don't want to take a break unless he says you should take a break because this makeup has this chemical and it's affecting you but I just don't believe that um if he said that but he didn't say that to me it was just more so a cleanser and a good moisturizer and so um when he initially told me to do this i'll 
I'm kind of, I hope I'm not all over the place, but stay with me. When he initially told me to use this specific cleanser and this oil, I felt like the oil was breaking me out. So I just completely stopped. And then I went on to something else. And then I bought a sunscreen that was recommended from two people. And then that started breaking me out. And then I'm just like, yo, what is up? And so anyhow, I was just like, thank you, Holy Spirit, you know, and he has definitely been dealing with me about consistency. I'm going to find exactly um, what he said to me. And it was initially just that <laughs> aha moment, you know, and it was like follow through and consistency. It yields the results you're looking for with working out, with eating healthy, with schooling, whatever it is, whatever, wherever you at, whatever you're currently in and there's a result you're looking for. We have to follow through with consistency. Unfortunately, we live in a time where people are like, yo, if you skip this step and that step, you'll get there because I did it and I went this way. And possibly they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they are not really showing you the the grit or what happened behind the scenes. You're just seeing the fruit of what they put in. But you have to be consistent to see a result. And oftentimes results are not overnight. You know, where I am with Christ I wasn't initially like my 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 excitement when I first received Christ was there, you know, but my understanding, my maturity was nowhere near where it is today. And that's just being and that's mainly because I've been on a consistent path of growth. And one of the reasons, um, you know, I haven't done a podcast in a few weeks and I was talking to my husband about it and I said, well, I have things recorded. And he said, well, why haven't you released those? And I just was telling him, like, I don't want to release podcasts just to have something out there when it's not currently what I believe. And with growth, things will change. Your understanding will change. What you thought was good last year may not be good for you today. And not to say it won't work for someone else, but I don't even have those same thoughts in regards to faith that I did like the, the, the foundation is the foundation, you know, you must believe that Jesus is the son of God, you know, you must believe certain things in order to be saved. Like that's, you know, that's just the foundation of what we believe, but just the aspect of like believing God to receive things in that part, you know, uh, there's a scripture that I want to read that I had just been thinking about. I've been thinking about two scriptures specifically, and they came to me while I was in church and I couldn't remember where one was. I knew it was in Isaiah. Um, and it says, before you've called, I've already answered. And then I kept thinking about the scripture in First uh, John 5 that says this. And I'm reading out of, it's an Amplified Bible. So it's like detail. <laughs> you know, they say a woman wrote the Bible because it's more wordy. Um, but I love it in this translation. It says, this is the remarkable degree of confidence which we as believers are entitled to have before him so let's break that down as a believer you're entitled to have confidence in christ number one because he lives on the inside of you the holy spirit lives on the inside of you i was talking to my son and he was asking me why don't everybody go why doesn't everyone go to heaven and if they don't go to heaven where do they go and I was saying the reality is the only people who go to heaven is who receive Christ. Now, we're not talking about babies and kids who die prematurely. Um, we're talking about adults here. And so he was like, wait. So I said, every single person will have an opportunity to receive Christ, but it's up to them because it's a choice. 
Some people will reject it. Some people will worship other gods. Some people will worship idols. I said, but those who have received Christ in their heart will have access to heaven. And I said, the thing about receiving Christ is now you heard about him, you know of him, but it's a personal thing. He lives in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. And because of this, like the scripture is saying, we can have confidence and we are entitled to that confidence because we have him in us. So I'm going to keep going. If we ask anything according to his will that is consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, yo, sometimes we're complaining about our prayers being answered, but are they consistent with his will for our life? Now, I'm not talking about what you need because that has been He's already said that he'd provide what he need in Matthew. You know, he said, look at the birds. Do they worry about what they eat? How much more are you? How much more are you to me than birds? Don't worry about what you eat. Don't worry about what you wear. That will be provided for. So if you're worrying about those things, don't. He has promised to provide that for you. He has promised to provide food in the middle of a recession. He has promised to provide clothing in the middle of a recession. So those things you don't have to worry about. I was listening to someone recently and he was like, I don't even pray about that because that's a waste of prayer because it's already taken care of because he said it. He said, I'm praying about my wants. I'm not praying about my needs because he said he'd provide my needs. And that was really powerful because am I in prayer begging God or praying about the same thing that he's already promised me? Hope not, right? <laughs> that's that say lie. Let's think about that. So anyway, keep reading the scripture. And if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, that he hears us and listens to us, whatever we ask. We also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us the requests which we have asked for him, from him. I should probably read this in another translation as well. I think it'll and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. By the way, this is the New Living Translation, NLT. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. So just going all the way back to the beginning, if you lose confidence in prayer or you lose confidence after you say amen in prayer and you go back to figuring it out, it's almost as if you're binding God's hand from releasing what he's promised you. There, I wanna share um, a story with you guys uh, about when I lived in Atlanta. This was about 10, no, I've been married for 10 years. So this was like 12 years ago. So I lived in Atlanta 12 years ago and right before I left, a lot had happened. <laughs> but I purchased the car with a friend and I wasn't asking God. Now, I'm a believer, okay? So I've, I've been saved for since 2006. You do the math. I have no money. I can't even think about how many years that is right now. But <laughs> um, I was with a friend who was helping me buy the car. I didn't ask the Holy Spirit, how should I go about this? How should I buy the car? What do I need to do? What do I need to look into? I just was like trusting my friend. Now, my friend is kind of a believer, but he's bought cars before, specifically through auctions. So um, I borrowed my money from my mother. I used a good portion of my savings. And mind you, I'm actually in the process of moving to Oklahoma. So I need to be saving as much as possible. 
and I purchased this car that I probably should not have purchased. After purchasing the car, I, there's so much work that needs to get done to the car. And I'm just like, yo, he like, yeah, the engine knocking a little bit, but my friend can get in there and tune that out. Red flag, red flag, red flag. But I'm just like, okay, yeah, just going along with him helping me. Um, he's finally like, the car is ready. I drive the car, the car cuts off. Then the AC's not working. He's like, yeah, bring it back to me. Um, we'll fix the AC. And by this point, I'm like, Lord, it shouldn't be this difficult. One thing about God, everything's not always going to just be smooth sailing. But even in the midst of challenges, you should have peace. And if you feel like you don't have peace or there's something that just seems off, typically and possibly there is a choice that you made or something you decided to... Uh, how do I say this? Hmm. If you feel in that like something's off, you just really, really need to go to God and say, hey something's off it shouldn't take it shouldn't be this hard and like I said there are challenges but it shouldn't be so hard to get to where you're going now the enemy will fight you on things that God has called you to do I'm not gonna say that especially when there are things of God that reach other people but even in the midst of that there should still be peace and if there's not peace God's not in it you can take that how you want <laughs> so let me continue with the story uh I went to God and I'm just like, this shouldn't be like this. I missed it somewhere. And you have to be willing to own it. You have to be willing to own it, repent and say, help me. And that little foundation will put you right back where you left off. Now, I'm not going to say there will be consequences from your choices because there are some choices you'll have a consequence from. It'll cost you time. It'll cost you money. It'll cost you. It cost you whatever you put into it that you should not have. However, God is still faithful. He's still an ever-present help. And he will help you out of the middle of a crisis, out of the middle of a hole, out of the middle of wherever you find yourself. And in that, in this specific season, I found myself in a hole because I'm like, I'm supposed to be going to Oklahoma. I believe you called me to Bible school. I have a car that I borrowed money from my mother. And I wasn't, this is the crazy thing, y'all. I was not borrowing money from my mom at this time. I hadn't borrowed money from her I don't know it had been years so the fact that I'm borrowing money for my mom to buy it, it was just like ugh. and not that there's anything wrong with that but I had gotten to a place where God supplies all my needs so I don't need to borrow money from people and that's just where I was so anyhow I was like help me I repented and I said God forgive me I've been trying to do this in my own strength but I need your help I need AC I'm going to Oklahoma it is hot over there and I'm currently in Texas it is hot in this area um, and I just need your help. And I literally prayed in tongues. I prayed in the Holy Spirit. If you don't know what that is, we can talk about it later. <laughs> but I prayed in tongues and it wasn't long. It was like five minutes. And I just had this sense to go to Pet Boys. Um, if you had used cars, you probably heard of Pet Boys. It's just like an auto shop where you get some things done to your car. So I went to Pet Boys. They checked it out. They're like, yeah, your AC's not working. It's going to be $500 to fix. All right. I don't have $500. I literally have put so much money into this car. I have no more money to put into this car. Like nothing. Settle. Settle, settle, settle. So I'm like, okay, well, the Holy Spirit told me to come here. So I'm just going to come here and sit. They're like, you can sit in the lobby. We'll get with you. We'll have a mechanic get with you. So I sat there. I don't know how many hours I was there, but I was sitting there and I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know who you have on assignment to help me, but you told me to come here. 
and I was confident in him. I was confident he was going to come through. I was confident in what he said to me. His word reassured that he was coming through on my behalf. I wasn't going nowhere else. I was going to where he told me. I had already made so many mistakes in trying to figure it out. And I was like, I can't figure it out. I need your help. I need your guidance. I need you. If you're ever present help, I need you to show up. And that was the confidence I had in him. The enemy could have threw anything he at, he had at me. And he tried to. Oh, it's going to cost $500. You got to do this. You got to do that. Okay. I'm still going to be here because he told me to come here. He knows what's in my account. God is not telling you to do something without knowledge to what is already going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he might tell you, hey, I want you to do this. And you're like, uh, but look what's in my account. Or look at what I'm lacking. He doesn't care. He knows that. He's, he knows everything. <laughs> he's omniscient he knows everything so after being there many hours one of the mechanics like hey come out let's look at your car he's like hey what's going on i was like my ac's not working and i came here and they said it'll be 500 to get fixed and i really need ac because i'm getting on the road in two days to drive to oklahoma and the mechanic's like what are you going to oklahoma for and i said i'm going to oklahoma because i'm going to bible school and he was like oh you're um you're going to Bible school? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you're a believer? I said, yes. He was an older gentleman, like in his 40s or 50s. And so I said, yes. And at this time I was in my 20s. I was about 22 or 23. And um, he said, okay, well, I'm going to fix your car. I don't want any money for it. Just pray for me. Now, let me tell you, only God could have done that. Only God could have orchestrated that. And this is the thing. That's not even where the story ends. He fixes my car. I do have to pay for the part. So let me put that in there. The part was like 70 bucks. But $70, which I did have in my account, and $500, which I don't... I probably had that in my account, but it was like for school. So I could not spend it. I needed tuition. I had to pay rent once I moved into this place. So I, I technically did not have it. So anyhow... The guy fixed it. It worked perfectly fine. And let me tell you, <laughs> the person who was helping me was like, hey, bring your car back. I said, it's already fixed. He got so upset with me. It was like a demonic upset. And I'm so serious, y'all. Like, he was like, oh, well, you owe me money. It was like this huge fallout. I was like, whoa, I'm telling you it's fixed. Don't worry about it. He couldn't believe that I did something outside of him. And I was like, I saw, you know how you can't, like, you know, you missed it, but you don't see the full scope of it until more things are revealed. And that's just really what happened. I was like, wow. And so I'd like to say that that was the end of the story, but it's not. Um, and I get to Oklahoma. I do make it to Oklahoma. I have AC, but the car is still messed up. I need a new engine. It's shaking. It's rocking. Oh, man, it's crazy. So um, while I'm there, I'm just like, okay, let me go to another mechanic. The guy's like, you need a new engine. It's going to be about $2,500. I think I was nannying at this time. And I think I was working as like a preschool teacher. And so I quit the preschool job because it was too far and I just didn't like it. And then I kept the nannying job because um, I love kids and it was more money and it was a lot more flexible. I'm like, okay. Lord, you know my situation. You know, like I just went back to prayer. I was like, I'm not about to try to figure this out. He helped me before, so clearly he'll help me again. And I just want to encourage you guys. If God did it before, he'll do it again. You don't have to. It's not a, a 
I do it, he do it, I do it, he do it. Like you can go to the Holy Spirit because he has the answer. He knows all things. We are literally connected to a resource for our life. That is amazing. And I just don't want us to sleep on that. I've been reminded, I've been shaken, I've been stirred. Don't sleep on the Holy Spirit. He wants to help you. So even in the small things, like I'm telling you earlier in the podcast about my skin, he wants to help me in that because that's a concern to me. Now, some people may not be concerned about their skin. They may be concerned about other things. But for me, that's what I needed help on and I needed specific guidance and he helped me. So back to the story, I'm in Oklahoma. My car is like still out of it. I'm like, Holy Spirit, I need your help. (laughs) He tells me to list my car on Craigslist. I'm like, okay, I list my car on Craigslist. I list what's going on with my car because I'm going to be honest. There are no, like no one responds. I'm like, okay, I did what you said. He's like, did you list it with pictures? I'm like, okay. I list it again and I list it with pictures. When I say my inbox was flooded, blooded with people who were interested in purchasing the car even with knowing that the car had an issue now this is so funny because I didn't know people valued issue well trucks because I had a Cherokee at the time and it was really nice it was fully loaded um, so I didn't know people value that even though I think it was like six years old but people were just still like yo I'll take it I'll take it I don't care um and so I was like okay so I still want to be led right I'm reading through all the emails and one email in particular said, I want to buy your car, but it's kind of different how I want to buy it. I actually want to trade you a vehicle that's older than your car. It's four years older than your car, but it is in perfect, pristine condition. You can test drive it. I just put a new engine in it. It has new tires. It has this, it has that. Like I said, it's not new and it is fully loaded. However, it's an older car and it rides perfectly but i just want to trade the car with you no money without like there's no money involved literally you give me your car because i'm a mechanic and i'll give you this car i'm like yo i gotta see this like i have to see this so um i meet the guy in the parking lot near the um rama which is a bible school that i was attending i look at the car now a part of me is like looking at the outside because i'm like it's older my car was so much more new but it's broken i can't do anything but a car that looks good but the inside's broken that is a word so anyway (laughs) um i'm like okay this car doesn't look good but the inside is strong So I test drive the car. I'm like, it drives so smooth. It's a four by four. And people kept saying, man, four by four is so good to have. I don't know a lot about cars, right? I'm just like, I know I need a car. (laughs) And yeah, what happened was I was like, okay, I'll take it. And literally two days later, we exchanged cars. In Oklahoma, the license plate follows the car. So he took the car, took the paper, the temporary tag that was on the car, And I took his car with a license plate, got insurance, and I was good to go. That's the only God thing. Only God could have orchestrated that. But I go back to saying that even though I missed it, even though I spent thousands of dollars, I still owed my mom money. I still had depleted a good portion of my savings to buy this car. God still helped me. Now, there were consequences from that because I had to play catch up. But because of his help, I was put back on the path. And he was still helping me. I was getting like babysitting gigs. Um, I eventually paid my mom back. You know, like there was help in it. And I want to encourage you 
wherever you're at i don't know where you at if you need his help if you're in a situation where you're like i need you to come through i need you to show up i literally don't know what to do i'm tired of doing it in my own strength let me tell you he's right there oftentimes people don't want to talk about repenting because it's saying like i don't want to say i missed it i want to say that um i didn't miss it i was trying and so but it's still gonna help me listen just repent (laughs) just repent father i missed it yo i should have just come to you and i didn't and i need your help right now i don't know all the answers but you do that is a sincere heart that is a prostrate heart before the lord that i reverence you i reverence you as being (laughs) the big god who knows everything so yeah i don't know where you're at i don't know um if you're in something or you're out of something um but i pray that this podcast spoke to you and as most as the podcast the recent podcast i've been praying at the end i just want to pray with you um and if you don't know christ i'm gonna list my instagram handle and you can reach out to me and um we can we can get it you can get it you can get jesus in your heart and and you'd have the same access that i've been talking about throughout this podcast Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for those who are listening. I pray that this podcast has stirred them up like um, Timothy. Stir up the gifts. Stir up what's inside of them. Stir up as a reminder that the Holy Spirit is helping them. The Holy Spirit has called them. The Holy Spirit... Um, and that you have placed something on the inside of them, but that they have an ever-present help and they have an ever-present helper. Thank you, Father for helping them with whatever it is that they need in this season in this hour in this moment father thank you father that it won't be um draining to them thank you father that you're showing them strategically how to do something or how to get out of something thank you father for bringing the resources and the people thank you father for divine appointments being in the right place at the right time around the right people May whatever veil that has blinded them from your goodness leave their eyes. May they see your goodness. May they know, despite what's going on, I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh, I can't figure it out. My goodness, your goodness is for them. I thank you, Father, for your love just comforting them right now. I speak joy. I speak peace. I speak contentment over them right now in the name of Jesus. I ask God. That as they pray, as they've repented, and that as and as they've asked for help, you give them rest, that they can rest in you with full confidence. As first John 5 said, we have the right to be confident in you. We have the right to to know our prayers are being answered. We are confident in that. Our prayers are being answered as it is in according to your will for our life. And God, if they're questioning what the will of God is for their life, I thank you, Father, that it is becoming clearer. I thank you, Father, that they will continue to follow through in consistency. Follow through in faith. Follow through in whatever it is that you told them to do. Thank you, God. Remove any distractions. Thank you, Father, for giving them the strength to remove the distractions. Because oftentimes we need strength, his strength to remove them. Thank you for an amazing day, an amazing month. We're going into the month of July. Thank you, God. July will be a turning point, a strengthening point, a point where they sense 
Not that it hasn't been there, but they sense and they know and they're confident in your help and in your ability to help them walk out what you've called them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, like I said, if you don't know Christ and you're like, man, I want that. I, I want that connection. I want to know the Holy Spirit lives in me and God is speaking to me. And, you know, I, I need that. I feel like something's missing. I feel like there's a void. Send me a message through Instagram. I, like I said, I'll put my handle in the bottom of the description box. Also with the scriptures that I, well, I reference two scriptures. Also with those scriptures, I'll put that down there too. Until next time, guys. Bye. Tell me that I am forgiven eternally. Tell me that I am a child of God. Tell me, tell me who I am. Tell me who I am. Tell me who I am. And the Holy Spirit says, I'm telling you. 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 And I'm telling you. And I will not stop telling you, 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 I am sent, I am sent to confirm this reality. Child of God, son of God, daughter of God, I will not stop telling you. Even in your doubts, I will not stop telling you. Even in your insecurities, I will not stop telling you. Even in the challenges, I will not stop telling you. Oh! the Holy Spirit was sent to confirm our identity in Christ. We are victorious. We are kings. Our redemption is real. What Adam lost has been gained, has been gained forever. We are not weak. We are strong in Christ. We are healed. We are blessed. Our marriage is blessed. Our finances is blessed. Your body is strong. You can have kids. You will not lose that kid in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This belongs to us. Accept it. Accept it. Allow your spirit man. Allow your spirit man to accept it. Talk about it. Talk about it. I know.